You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 343. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 343. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Oh, I heard a little crack of the wrist. Oh, that crack of the time wrist as I you... whipped the, the one around. Oh. As you were throwing it over to me, your mouth hurts. <laughs> I had a little bit of uh, I had minor surgery today, so I'll be a little quieter today and not quite as linguistic as I'm used to be. Yeah, not quite as gregarious. You poor boy. Like every <laughs> time you start laughing or have a boisterous kind of <laughs> yeah. release, yeah, it it's, gets me. You're like, oh, you. Oh, oh. Yeah, so I'm stitched. He stitched up break my stitches. in his in his mouth. Yeah, so please don't overexert. I'm going to do my best. Because you know I'm happy to just take all the attention. <laughs> you go right ahead. Today. I mean, it's called the Joy Junkie Show. It, it is called the Joy Junkie Show. Yeah, although... But I think together we're kind of the Joy you're Junkie. You're integral no. to the sh- success of this show. I'm into this girl. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> it. You like that? Couples goals. Uh-oh. <laughs> so we will just really pace you. Yeah, pace me. Go pace nice me. and slow through the, the <sighs> segment, your mm-hmm. segment. I'm going to be just fine. So what we're doing today is I'm bringing you more inspiring and uplifting stories. More? This is, yeah. All right. So after we did that episode, that was two episodes ago. Yeah. And we, I had such a great time doing it. And I also really needed to hear positive stories. Like yeah. I hear about all of the shit that's going on and news is always negative. We need uplifting and inspiring shit. And I'm also pumped that people are continuing to do it. So after I had released that episode, I kept seeing more and more awesome instances of people being beautiful humans to one another. So I'm going to bring you another Mm -hmm. handful of them today. That's amazing. Yeah. I think I think it should be good. We all need it. That's for sure. Yeah. I think we've kind of gotten to this point, at least I have. I'm not sure if you're, you're in the same boat. But I've gotten to this point where I'm like, still, though? I know. Like, really? Still, though? And, like, the stir crazy and the – and and for some people, it is very much a threat to their mental health to be mm-hmm. staying inside and suicide rates jumping and really scary things like that. So I thought, let's check out for a little bit and just listen to some really beautiful pieces of humanity. But before we do that, why don't we pass the mic to you for a very – Gentle version. Gentle version of uh, an uh, episode that we like to call. Would you rather? Not an episode. It's a segment, goddammit. <laughs> All right. So in this, would you rather, in a 40-yard sprint in which your life depended on victory, would you rather use a count of one, two, three, then go, or one, two, and then go on three? That's what you brought to the. That's what I brought today. Yeah, it's gentle. <laughs> uh, I, I don't care. <laughs> 
Some people, well, you know how it is when you're like, do I go on three or is it one, two, three, go? Oh, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. So is it, it, what it really comes down to. Oh, because your life's depending on it. mm -hmm, it, That's just kind of a side note. Oh, it is. Your life isn't important in this case. What we're trying to get to is. Oh, I'm sorry. The the important issue. One's life is not important, not yours. Oh, okay. (laughs) One, two, three, then go. Or one, two, go on three. Which one is it? I think. Like if you're going to do a game of um, rock, paper, scissors. Is it one, two, three? Yes. Well, that's a very different situation. Oh, is it? Well, yeah, yeah, it is because your life's not depending on it. And you're not sprinting. (laughs) No, but that's just how rock, paper, scissors goes. Nobody goes one, two, three, go. That's not true. Some people do. I don't. I think you're just doing so that you, to be controversial. No, so you're a one, two, three girl. No, everyone, look it up. It's how you play <laughs> Rochambeau. Ow. Oh, baby's mouth. It's just getting, it's getting rowdy. <laughs> we got to take it back in. <laughs> we need to temper our enthusiasm for this very riveting, would you rather. It's riveting. Okay. We need to exclude Rochambeau because that operates in a very, I would say it would be a landslide of people would go, Rochambeau. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So, all right. On a starting block, life depends on it. I think- One, two, three, go, or one, two, three? I think I would want go because I'm very literal. And so I like, I don't want to infer that we go on three. Mm -hmm. I would like the actual word go. Gotcha. But I also really like to be prepared. So I want to know, because if it's one, two, go on three- I just feel like I'd be like, whoa, 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 like caught off guard a little bit, like waiting. See, that's it. If if you false start, like if you go early, you forfeit your life. <laughs> you forfeit your life. Uh-huh. So you can't ask any questions. It's like one, two, three, right? They just go. I One, two, three, go or one, two, three. Or one, two, go. Go on three. No, that's not that. That's not the word you rather. <laughs> I think I think you need to go into your own quarantine right now. One, two, three, right? Or one, two, three, go. Definitely that one. What about you? Um, I'm a I'm a go guy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with go. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things like putting the toilet paper on front or back. Everybody knows that you, it rolls from the top. I, I know that. But some people don't know that. And they're wrong. And they're wrong. They are. <laughs> but it's a situation like that where it's like, one, two, three, one, two, three, go. It's a thing. It's like, well, is it, do we go on three or do we go on go? Is it? Yeah. It's, it's a, a thing. thing. It's a thing. And so the, if right. it's not, I'm going to make it one. So that's about six minutes. You guys can never get back. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, okay. So why don't you take a little rest? I'm going to, I'm just going to pull back. Yeah. Pull it pull back. back. Maybe just try to talk out of your mouth. I'm going to talk with my teeth touching. Yeah. Without... Because I, maybe we need to wire it shut or something. Oh, Mr. Smith. You'd love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would taunt your ass so hard. I know you would. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we would love to hear what you would rather if you just cannot wait to share with us Please. what your would you rather is it's for very this important. week. It's we important. We talk about it every week in our After Hours community. After Hours. And that's our corner of Facebook. And it's a really awesome community. Everybody is so supportive of one another and lots of free content and trainings I do over there. If you haven't jumped in on it, please come hang out with us. 
go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. That will redirect you right over to our little area. And come hang out. We do warm, fuzzy Wednesdays and all sorts of fun stuff. But we discuss. Every day of the week has got something fun. The Would You Rathers on Monday. Monday, And then everyone has to say their reasoning. So if that's not reason enough, I don't know what is. So let's jump into some more inspiring stories that are out there. Let's do it. And and just uplifting and good of humanity stuff out there. All right, so I got this episode this episode this story from sadanduseless.com <laughs> which a great name for a I was like, "Oh, that's kind of a bummer." But this is all about the Getty Museum in Los Angeles challenged art fans to post photos of themselves recreating their favorite works of art from the safety of their own homes. And so you can Google this and find pictures of people recreating these awesome pictures of art. And it's it's just stuff like that that we're kind of being forced to be creative. And I love that there's places like the Getty. The Getty is unreal. So when we finally bust out of this, anyone who's in the L.A. area, you got to check out the Getty Museum. That's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the Getty's great. It's beautiful. We had a – Mr. Smith surprised me with a day there once and – you were like, it's a day of learning. It's, that's right. We have had many days of learning in our Lots lives. of days of learning. Okay. This I got from ABC7 in Ashburn, Virginia. This was a story about a little seven-year-old boy. His name is Zohabe Beg, and he has collected more than 6,000 face masks, caps, and gloves from local hotels. Oh, wow. In Loudoun uh, County, this is in Virginia. I don't. I'm probably butchering all the names. To be donated to hospitals in the area. Not only was it a, his idea, but it was also all of his hard work. You can find pictures of him on the internet. It's precious. But he said, "My first mission was to sew the masks, but I didn't know how to sew. So my second mission was to collect shower caps from hotels." He challenged himself to collect thousands, and my third mission was to beat the National Cathedral, who collected 5,000 personal protective equipment pieces. Hmm. So he he said, I collected 6,009. And nine. Personal PPEs. And even Barack Obama has shouted him out. And so somebody said, asked him, you know, what's it like being an inspector? you know, an inspiration and all of that. And he said, I don't know because I'm quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so I thought that was really precious. Seven-year-old making some moves. So this next one I got from an email from VRBO because sad face, we had a an Ireland trip planned in May that we yeah. had to cancel. Yep. But VRBO sent out this awesome link. I'm going to put this in the show notes. These are five different awesome virtual experiences that you can take from home. The first one is you can look around the Louvre in Paris. Oh, yeah. That's the fun. Louvre. The Louvre. Right. Explore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes. That's, that's, Explore. that's French. <laughs> that's French. <laughs> Explore Egyptian antiquities, remains of the Louvre's moat. Galerie de Apollon. Apollon. I don't know. That's, oh, that's, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for everything that's happening. Uh, the second suggestion they had was a sneak inside San Diego Zoo. Oh, cool. Get up close with resident apes, penguins, pandas, giraffes, elephants. You know the drill. 
I think the Tiger King is kept there now, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carol Baskin! <laughs> Fucking Carol Baskin! <laughs> All right. Which, by the way, did you see the... That was another great thing that didn't actually make it on my list, but I'm sure everybody has seen it, where somebody put on their front door, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? And then a yes or no box? The delivery people had to put the packages <laughs> under either yes or no. That's amazing. And, of course, the picture that we all see was the one with yes. Okay, another virtual tour you can take is watch big wave surfing in Maui. So I'm not exactly sure how that all works. But, again, the link will be in the show notes so that you can check out all of these places. And then the fifth one was travel 352 million miles to Mars. Ooh, Aboard NASA's Curiosity rover. So that's cool. Pretty cool, right? Oh my gosh. This one, when I was researching this this morning and, and putting these together, I can't tell you how many times I got like teary and I, I cried a decent amount this morning. Really? This is one of the ones that got me. This one I got from uh, Z100iHeart.com. And this was a Brooklyn landlord who waives rent for all 80 of his apartment buildings. Oh, nice. He's a hero to about 80 families after announcing that he will waive rent fees for all of his residents because of the coronavirus pandemic. His name is Mario Salerno. He posted a notice on the front door of all of his buildings. And so he owns 80 apartments, which house about 200 New Yorkers. And as we know, New York has, has just been devastated by this. Yeah. So here's what his notice says. Due to the recent pandemic of coronavirus COVID-19 affecting all of us, please note I am waiving rent for the month of April. Stay safe, help your neighbors, and wash your hands. And as he's been interviewed by these multiple outlets, I watched one of them, like, just totally crying. He will not talk at all about how he's financially affected. Like, when they're like, is this going to affect your bottom line? Or how is this going to – and yeah, he's yeah. like, I, that is not my concern right now. Right. My concern is the well-being of my fellow neighbors. Oh, just that's even. so sweet. All right. awful guy. You do not meet landlords like that often. I And he's great because he is – He's all the stereotypical like New Yorker kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. dudes. Like he's he he also owns like a what's up an auto body shop. I was like, what's a mechanic place called again? <laughs> and he's he's out there like getting gruff and rough and stuff. But he owns you know all these properties and just did his part. And I'm like, God That's damn. Amazing. And they even had interviewed some of the tenants, and they were like bawling and they were like oh my gosh i thought i was gonna have to move in with my parents or i didn't know where i was gonna go wow it's beautiful so speaking of after hours somebody in the thank you you are i'm on point you're even with your oral surgery even drugged up you're are you drugged up i mean i have some numbing agent in my mouth oh okay i was like do you have like some of the good stuff (laughs) oh no i do not oh because i was gonna say Pass it over. You better pass it over to a bitch over here. Okay, so somebody in the After Hours community on Warm Fuzzy Wednesday had said, I'm giving a huge Warm Fuzzy to the kindness pandemic on Facebook. Mm. This is a Facebook page. I'm going to link to this in the show notes as well. That I believe it is originally uh, started by people in Australia. And they basically, everything that's posted is just Awesome stories of kindness. So I'm going to read you a couple of them. What's the um, site again? Or the 
It's a long ass one. It's like five, one, five, five, seven, like the the Facebook page. But it's called The Kindness Pandemic. The Kindness Pandemic. Okay. I was going to give you the actual URL. Okay. <laughs> so one, one gal popped in here and she said, I spoke with my son yesterday and asked how their Airbnb unit was doing in these challenging times. He told me that months of bookings were canceled. Instead of offering the unit up for rent, he and his wife reduced the price by 75% and now have four stranded backpackers from overseas who pooled their resources, sharing for $10 each a night. Dang. My son changes and washes their sheets and towels once a week and tops up their supplies of milk, tea, coffee, etc. without charge. The young people couldn't believe their luck appreciating the Aussie kindness when they were able to move into a self-contained luxury unit with air conditioning, swimming pool. So they just like basically hit the jackpot. And so this woman says, I'm very proud of my boy and his wife. And they ended up getting other property owners to do the exact same thing. Nice. With their units. Beautiful. That's awesome. This comes from another woman under the kindness pandemic. Her name is Joan. That one before was from a woman named Gay. I'm going to keep them, you know. Confidential, because who knows? Sure, sure. So this one came from a gal named Joan. Ugh, they, these I just can't. My almost ninety-four-year-old mother told me this story the other day. She drew back the curtains and opened the window to get some fresh air in the room. She stood for a moment, looking in the garden, and a young boy, probably about twelve years old, was riding past on his bike, and he saw my mother and stopped. Are you okay, lady? He asked. <laughs> yes, I'm fine. Replied my mother. Are you well? Asked the boy. Very well, thank you. Replied mum. <laughs> is there anything you need? Asked the boy. I can get you things if you need them. Oh, and I'm, sweet guy. I'm just like, oh, my God, I love Aww, it. I, a sweet boy. I just also love that children are now seeing ways to interact with strangers in a, in a way that's really powerful and yeah. kind. That's not stranger danger. Stranger, you know, that mm. like when that became big in the 80s and right. freaking out. So just genuinely being kind to our That's fellow great. womankind. All right. So this comes from a person named Nick, who was also under the kindness pandemic. And this was really beautiful. It was an example of a way to stay connected with people while not putting them at risk. And it was basically he or she, I can't remember, posted a picture of a tic-tac-toe that people were drawing on a window. Uh-huh. So what they would do is you would have a glass screen in between. So it could be used for like nursing homes or whoever. And you just take tape, like painter's yeah. tape or whatever, and you make a tic-tac-toe. And then you have chalks or, you know, like whiteboard marker. And then you can each play on, on either side. <laughs> so, you know, for some of these people who can't connect with people and you yeah. you have the safety of the glass in between. That's incredible. And then That's fun. one more from the kindness pandemic. This is from a gal named Jenny. I thought this was an awesome thing that happened that a pharmacy did. She said, my 91-year-old mother-in-law just received her prescription home delivered per her new guidelines. She was so surprised to also receive free of charge a lovely care package consisting of hand wipes, a few face masks, disposable gloves, a roll of loo paper. Loo paper. That made me laugh. And an <laughs> Easter egg. A big thank you and shout out to the Pasadena pharmacy staff in Adelaide, which I I don't know if that's Pasadena here in like in the California area. Yeah, I don't think Pasadena calls it loo paper. I don't think so either. So and just really beautiful. Okay. 
So this is, you may have seen this one around. This I got from Good Morning America, and this was a South Dakota teacher who was getting praise for going above and beyond to help a student with her math homework. So apparently this gentleman, his name is Chris Waba. He's a sixth grade teacher in Madison, South Dakota. And he was really, he was good friends with this particular student. Her name is Riley Anderson with her family. Okay. Not with her. <laughs> with her family. You looked like you were like. I was like, uh-oh. Oh, it's a red flag. Yeah. Ad- adults don't need children friends. <laughs> so anyway, they were doing their virtual homework and stuff. She was explaining that she just wasn't quite getting it. So he said, fine, I'll be right over. And he grabbed a whiteboard and is outside of her porch. She's looking out the window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the picture has gone total viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's out there in the yard with the whiteboard showing her math. Yeah. Because everybody's a different learner. Not everybody can grasp it with how we are changing everything to online. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. All right. So this one, I'm sure everybody has seen this already because we, truth be told, we record the pods about a week and a half early. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen this, then you are definitely in quarantine. Like you are, <laughs> you're on such lockdown. I got this one from BuzzFeed News. This woman who accidentally turns herself into a potato for a video meeting and couldn't figure out how to fix it. That is so funny. I've seen that. What is it's so great whenever you see those filters where basically it only takes your eyes and your mouth and then everything else is like a filter, right? Right. They have one right now on I think it's Snapchat that's a roll of toilet paper that, that talks. <laughs> but so this woman had apparently downloaded a bunch of filters thinking, oh, this will be fun, right? And she gets stuck like that. And it just cracks me up to think of that awkward point when you're like, I guess I'm just going to have to stay <laughs> as this potato. Oh, you're a potato. Throughout the entire rest <laughs> of like a serious meeting about, uh, and I don't know if this is the case, but like, so where are we at? You know, where are we on track for ending quarter two? And, you know, like, I just can't even imagine as a potato. Can someone pull up the potato? I mean, the spreadsheet. Right. (laughs) All right. And I I would be wanting to do all the puns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like trying to find things that you could say about like sour cream. What's up, Spud? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy, Mr. Smith. Uh. Take it easy. All right. This one came from the New York Times. And you and I were talking about this the other day. And I, I would love to do it here in our neighborhood. So maybe we should. Post it. I don't know if we have enough younger kids, though, but let me tell you what I'm even talking about. Children are hunting teddy bears during the the oh, coronavirus yeah. outbreak. Mm-hmm. It's being played in countries all over the world, from Australia to Japan to the United States. It is a scavenger hunt suited for social distancing. So people, you put teddy bears or other stuffed animals in your window or on top of your house or on porches and trees, parked cars. And then as children go for walks around or drives with their family, they try to tally however many they can. Mm. You know, it becomes sort of like a Where's Waldo in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just had a new Facebook group started for our community that we live in. So I I think we should initiate that and say, should we start? I I would want to play. Even as an adult, I'd be like, let me let me see if I, I need I would definite- go around the neighborhood as a potato. 
<laughs> I definitely feel like I need my glasses, though, because <laughs> I would have a very hard time seeing. Do you know why I want to go around as a potato? Why would you go as a potato? Because it would be a spectator sport. <laughs> you just had to look up plays on words <laughs> so that you could do that. I did. I did do that. <laughs> I did. I, I, I did. did do that. I did that. All right. So this next one comes from CBS News. But you see how I weaved it in, though? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was effortless. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so this is CBS News. College senior Ashley Lawrence noticed that many people were starting to make their own face mask, but she felt like there was a very specific demographic being left out. She is a senior at Eastern Kentucky University majoring in deaf education. And so she made two different types of mask designs with transparent screens around the mask or around the mouth. Oh, so you can lip read. Exactly. So that people who are deaf and hard of hearing can read the lips of the person wearing the mask. Wow. That's crazy. The screen also ensures people are better able to see facial expressions of the wearer, Mm. which is important for those communicating using American Sign Language. Absolutely. I feel like even when I'm interacting with my six-foot distance with people, that I have to squint my eyes a little bit more to show them I'm smiling or... With a mask on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Because they don't know. Or maybe we could just draw a smile on our (laughs) masks. That would be great. Yeah, I think we should do that. This one brought me a lot of just, just... It was just truly heartwarming. It is the best of the Cuomo brothers. Oh, yes. That's great. I'm going to put a link to this in the show notes. So Chris Cuomo is... A television journalist. He's best known for Cuomo Primetime. And he's a news analyst on CNN. And then obviously, if you don't know, Andrea, Andrea, (laughs) Andrew Cuomo is an American politician and the 56th governor of New York, the current governor of New York since 2011. These two are brothers. They're like 13 years apart. They're fucking hilarious. How they like banter with each other. Chris is having Andrew on the show and he's like, thanks so much for being here. And Andrew's like, mom said I had to. And the whole YouTube video is just a a compilation of their back and forth because Chris actually came down with COVID-19. Yeah, he's in quarantine, real quarantine. And obviously, Andrew Cuomo is fighting a big beast being the governor of New York. So it was just a very awesome way to see people who are dealing with the very real issues of this in a funny way, in a funny, light, hilarious way that we can all relate to as siblings, right? So that link will be in the show notes because I do think everybody should check that out. Okay. From metro.co.uk. So there is this postman. His name is John Matson. He's 39. He has worked for the Royal Mail. That must be – that's definitely not American. So, oh, no, UK, duh. I was going to say royal. Yeah, royal mail for four years and decided to ditch his uniform during lockdown to lift the spirits of the residents. So he shows up as your as your mailman or your royal mailman, <laughs> <laughs> mailperson, postal delivery person. I don't even know what the technical right? term is. But he wears a different costume every day. So he's been spotted across Sunderland dressed as a cheerleader, Little Bo Peep, and a gladiator. And you can Google him online, too. He shows up in all these funny little outfits. So how great would that be to see your post person walking around 
in a hilarious costume. Like Big Bird. Yes. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Okay, this I got from HollywoodReporter.com. You may be aware of this. I don't know. But it's similar to kind of what we're doing here, only I think a lot better, (laughs) a lot more uh, better produced and probably more funny. I don't know. But John Krasinski (laughs) has launched a YouTube show dedicated to good news. It's called Some Good News or SGN. So he's like, welcome to SGN, you know, and he does it like a newscaster story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's had Steve Carell on there. And so I'm going to link to his YouTube channel as well because that's another great resource if you're just feeling the effects of the weight of this. Mm -hmm. You know, like we are in a collective grief right now. It really is. It really is. I was listening to an amazing podcast. If you guys haven't checked it out, Brene Brown's new podcast is phenomenal. And she had David Kessler on there talking about grief. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. And it was really, really interesting. And this is something I've been talking about with all my students, with all my clients, that we're going through a grieving process of things that we never thought we'd have to grieve. Yeah. And all of it is a loss of personal freedom, right? right. Like we didn't have, we never thought we would have to grieve not being able to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Or grieve not having a place to send our kids after school. Or getting together with friends, you know, like just some fair or just being able to go get your hair done or your nails or, you know, like, and of course those are trivial in the grand scheme of things, but but pain is pain. And we are experiencing an overabundance of this lack of freedom that's calling for this grief. Yeah. And yeah. And so I think anytime we can tap into the the good of humanity, I love what John Krasinski is doing. The episodes are fantastic. And then I I did snag one of the stories. This one got me too, for sure. This one is from Pop Sugar, but it was also chronicled on John Krasinski's show. It was this YouTuber named Evan Era. So what he, he did or she did would put health supplies like toilet paper, hand sanitizer, or all the things that are starting to sell out in stores, um, sanitation stuff. He's had a bunch of stockpiled extras from prior to prior to this whole issue. Oh, wow. So he would put them on his front porch for anyone who needed it, particularly the delivery trucks that would come to deliver things to his or her house. And I'm, I'm going to assume that it's a he. I'm not sure. So it... There is this video footage of one of, I think it's a FedEx driver, comes up to the front and sees this sign and this like stockpile of tissue and, you know, hand sanitizer and all this stuff, soap and disinfectant spray. And he rings the doorbell again and just says, are you sure I could take this right now? And he's like, yeah. And he just gets so emotional, like... We've been having a really hard time. We don't have any left in the house. And thank you so much. It just was beautiful. That is beautiful. The the next one isn't isn't much easier. This one. (laughs) (laughs) This one I got from E! Online. And I think the reason why this was so heartwarming to me is because I feel like it would be you and I. Oh, I know this one. Yes. This photo of a 92-year-old man coloring his wife's hair Mm. amid social distancing will warm your heart. So his – 
I believe it was his one of his grandchildren, Yael Shapira Avraham, again, apologies, <laughs> posted on Facebook on Monday that showed a 92-year-old man coloring his wife's hair. It's so cute. He's got like the brush and everything. Like, How does the, she get a picture of this? This it, they're related. These are he, oh, he posts this and says oh. these are my grandparents. I got you. Ninety two years old. May we all be that wealthy. And in every situation, my grandfather is worried that my grandmother will feel make sure that she will feel well groomed. Oh, how sweet. Oh my gosh. Maybe you can totally color my hair when I'm ninety two. <laughs> color your beard. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's gonna be a mess because I black is tough. You know, for you. Uh, to, for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like you could do it. I, I could pull it off. Yeah, I think we could yeah. do it. Okay. I got this one from ABC News. This was fantastic. This was a while ago. Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort donated excess food during coronavirus closure to Second Harvest Food Bank. So mm. there was an abundance of food once the park closed. Right. Where it's like, well, fuck, what are, what are we going to do, do with this? What do we do with this? Yeah. So they donated it all. So wow, awesome. That's amazing. Another thing that's really awesome, this was created by uteam.io, and we'll put the link in the show notes as well. This is quarantine bingo. And so this is gonna be for all of you out there who've been working at home and you're hearing the same fucking catchphrases over and over <laughs> again. So I wanted to write or read a couple of these that are on the bingo card. Uh, so one of them is the quotes. Our commitment to our customers is our greatest priority. <laughs> Promo code COVID-19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A crisis is always an opportunity in a sales pitch. An on-site conference moves online. You get a square. We are all in this together. Oh, my God. That's a big one. <laughs> Virtual coffee meeting invite. You get a square. Okay. A colleague told you not to touch your face during a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We worked remotely since the start, so here's our remote work guide. Oh yeah. Stay healthy and stay keep safe. Yes, and I've used that one myself. Uh, a free webinar on how to remotely work. <laughs> there are so many of those. I mean, maybe I see that a lot in my space, but there's so many experts out there. Like, here's how to how to work remotely and manage your time. And yeah. So <laughs> if you get one of those, you went to one for a massage therapist. For a what? Like how to work remotely as a massage therapist. Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, this is a very awkward part of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't do that. How does a massage uh, no, therapist no, work remotely? I didn't do that. No, you you were learning about how to come together, I guess. As Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, <laughs> more of just a community of massage therapists. Yeah. No. No, I didn't do no, that. No, no, I did not do that. <laughs> All right. And then finally, this was a beautiful one. This was from CNN.com. A woman is flying to see her dying mother, and she was the only passenger on the plane. Wow. So a surprise awaited for her. Awaited her when she learned that she was the only passenger on the plane because of the pandemic. So she has two flight attendants, Jessica and Dion. And so during the entire flight. They just referenced her name. Her name is Cheryl. So they would say things like, <laughs> and we have Cheryl as our passenger today, living it up in first class, mama. 
So that was Jessica. And then everybody, shout out to Cheryl, the only passenger on the plane. And later the captain came on and said, Cheryl, we are now at 10,000 feet. (laughs) (laughs) And so Cheryl says, I think in moments like this, the pain of losing your mom is exacerbated by being in this frightening time. Other people's kindness is what is going to get us through this. Absolutely. I want them to know how much it meant to me. It was super positive, which I really didn't expect from this trip. That's amazing. Oh, that, that gets me a little bit. Just, you know, knowing that you're flying and in this, such an emergent time where you like need the to only see. thing, Like as dangerous as it might be, it's the only way that you can get to where you need to go. Yeah. For a funeral. For for, to 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 watch her pass basically. Oh, to watch her pass. Yeah, she oh, was. I thought she'd already passed. No, she knew she. It was kind of like a come now. Oh, goodness come now gracious. type of thing. Yeah, my gosh. And then to for people to make the best out of that situation that there was one passenger. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm. All right, my loves. That is what I've got for you. I also have a ton of free resources for you from my own work. If you have not caught the free workshop that I have for you, you can go to the joyjunkie.com slash workshop. And that uh, it doesn't work as well. It doesn't work. It no. doesn't. Just just take a time and get some ice and just calm down. Would just ice, chew some ice. Would, would that even help putting ice on it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should do that. I had some ice cream. That was helpful. Oh, I'm super jealous. <laughs> So anyway, you can go to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop, and I have a completely free masterclass teaching you about the five major shifts that you need to make in order to let go of people-pleasing, perfectionism, self-doubt, and really stand in that place of believing that you are valuable, believing Mm. that you are enough. Another freebie, if you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash anxiety, I did a free hypnosis meditation that is specifically geared around fear and anxiety that we're all feeling. I've been getting a lot of responses back saying that it was incredibly helpful. That's great. Some people getting really great breakthroughs too. Awesome. Which I'm like, hell yes. That's yeah. Fantastic. And then as always, you can get my free ebook. It's on the front of my website. Just go to thejoyjunkie.com and it's in audiobook form as well. Nine different strategies and tools that you can use to help cultivate self-love and self uh, confidence. So tons of free, not to mention 300 plus other episodes here. So mm-hmm. lots of stuff for you to occupy your mind and stay really positive. And I think that's everything I wanted to share. Anything else you wanted to throw in the mix? Be careful. <laughs> Don't break a stitch. Don't break a stitch. No, I think I'm good. I, I'm just, I, I love that we're still doing the podcast with positive stories. Like that was a great idea. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I'm sure there's people out there that are itching for more of your self-help stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that this is so needed right now. Yeah. And it, it's so – with everything that's going on, it's nice to know that there's these wonderful stories out there. It, I need to know this. Yeah. It I helps ne- balance the, the yeah. pendulum a little bit, you know? I need to see something other than doom and gloom. Yeah. And these are the stories that really give me hope. Like, yeah. okay, these these people on the front lines right. sacrificing their life quite literally to yeah. make our country better, like get well. Yeah. And it's amazing. And then all these people who are not on the front lines looking for opportunities like ourselves, like looking for opportunities to be better humans for each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we are humans of connection. Yeah. We're craving it like crazy right now. Absolutely. So no, I am. look for those, those tiny windows and creative ways that you can 
connect with people and reach out, check in on each other, you know. And we definitely will be back with more self-helpy stuff next week. But I do think that we're also grappling with how much we can take on too. Sometimes uh-huh. we're like, I can't work on one more thing, yeah. you know, but we'll be, we'll be sliding on in next week. So stay tuned for that. And we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. And Ms. Smith out. <laughs>